Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Welcome to Rat Style Review, and today we have Danny Lobel from Halloween. Hello, Danny. Hello, hello, Rat Salad. How's it going? It's going very good, very good. Actually, last night uh, we did a uh, podcast on the new album, and uh, I had special guest uh, Timo Tolki on the show. I don't know if you know Timo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't sound good. (laughs) Haven't met for a long time, but um, it's a long time ago. Yeah. And I saw him last, but yeah, we know another um, each other for I've known him for I don't know twenty, almost thirty years. No, twenty five oh. years. Okay. Twenty five years. That's more exactly twenty five years. Yeah, I bumped into him the first time that was uh, ninety eight something oh. like this mm-hmm. when he was on tour with uh, Stratovarius, uh, yeah. and with my former band we did uh, we did the. Um, First band, oh, what's called support bands, something like this on a festival, so indoor right. festivals in Germany. Yeah. yeah, so I do a podcast with him every once in a while. So he's a very cool guy. It was, it was cool to kind of meet him because uh, I don't expect to meet like you know, uh, like you know, people like you and stuff like that when I start doing the show. And then he all of a sudden, wanted, I asked him to do an interview with me, and he said okay. And then we've been actually pretty good ever since. We've been pretty good friends. So very nice guy. Yeah, yeah, indeed. And, yeah. and he enjoys your album too. I, I was because uh, so, at first when I talked to him about it, he listened to like one or two songs and he was like, "Oh, I don't know." And then last night when we did the uh, the um, the review of the album, he was like, he listened to more of the album and he and he really actually did enjoy it. So I was I was glad to hear that. Uh, a lot of musicians, uh, even a couple of hours ago, uh, Mille of uh, of Creator mm-hmm. wrote me a te- uh, text me and said, "Wow, the best metal album of the year already and something like this <laughs> and I was so hey hold on hold on we, we have just tunes so we'll see what happens <laughs> yeah 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 it's still early in the year yet right <laughs> uh, but yeah you're getting very good positive reviews about this album I mean uh, it's probably the most you've gotten since you've been in the band I, I would imagine right <clears throat> yeah yeah but uh, the, as you said the, the reactions even of the of the press mm. Oh, hey, are so overwhelming, really. Yeah. Sometimes I have to use the expression, I'm kind of taken aback because I've heard people say how oh, best Halloween album ever. And so, hey, we, then we're talking about we beaten up uh, Keeper and, and Walls albums, which are legendary metal a- albums, though. So, yeah. but indeed, uh, people are cheering and celebrating that album and... Yeah, I'm kind of, on a positive way, kind of shocked about the reactions. I knew, I knew from the beginning on that it could get something really cool and something really stand out, but that we suppress uh, the expectations that way, or or that makes me kind of proud, but taken aback because, hey, we're talking about beating up keepers and whatever, hey, it's amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of completely over the moon. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah you look like it <laughs> well that, that's cool you know I, I wouldn't know what to really well i i kind of knew what to expect because when you guys uh, uh announced that kiski was going to come back and uh and kai uh, i mean i knew that it was going to be a big deal you know and then to see that it led to an album it, you know that's awesome to see now do you think or is it set in stone that this this lineup is going to stick together now yeah yeah we gave thought to it and not that long it took us a couple of minutes to agree. Uh, everyone of us gave a yes, and so it was kind of it was a kind of a, yeah. It it just happened kind of naturally because of the previous during the previous tour. So um, actually, step back a bit. 
the previous tour that was actually um, we it was just planned to be a tour so mm -hmm. period and then we will we wanted to see what's going on then mm. and during a slap bang in the middle of the previous tour so all of a sudden the guys uh, started exchange ideas talking swapping ideas talking about uh, song ideas and so yeah, all of a sudden we kind of um, implying doing an album. So, you know, <laughs> did I write implying an album? So we just implying doing an album. And so back then we implied to do an album. And so uh, at the end of the tour it was kind of, yeah, why not? So um, our management picked up the idea and picked uh, put all the bits and pieces together and together with our record company, uh, Nuclear Plus, Marcus Steiger, the chief justice of it all. So they made it, they just made it kind of happen. And so, yeah, it, it felt, it, back then it, it was the right decision. It feels, it still feels the right way. So, and we are just back as a simple band. Halloween, not just Pumpkins United. So we are back under one banner, under yeah. one flag. It's called Halloween. So kind of, you could take it that way. Uh, Pumpkins United, in a sense, as it was supposed to be or considered to be at the beginning of the previous tour. Mm. Now we are kind of back as just Halloween, but the seven of us. Uh, <laughs> How is that working with all seven, uh, seven of you now together? I mean, you got two singers, and you know. I'm sure they all want their own ideas, but how is it working together with everybody now? Yeah, like that's. People. I, I mean, from the beginning on, when we when we got together for the first uh, rehearsal for the previous tour, mm. so it felt to to me it was like uh, wow! All of a sudden, I had uh, Kai next to me, and up front there was just Kiss Kiss singing, <laughs> <laughs> and so we. One of the first songs we kicked, uh, we burst into was um, was I'm Alive, and that's one of my most favorite songs. Mm -hmm. One, yeah. So and pl to play that song with the original voice and so and with Kai and all, it was an yeah, it was an experience I will never forget. So right, yeah. And the workflow among us, it's it's just wow. Yeah, so we complete each other. Yeah, that's what I could say. So and all kind of this, this all happens kind of quite naturally, mm. as we hadn't done anything else before. So that's right. that's how it feels. It might sound a bit superficial, you know, but <laughs> that's the fucking oh, beep. It's okay. You can say whatever you want here. <laughs> yeah, okay. that's the fucking truth. Exactly. <laughs> Please. <laughs> no, no, and during the past tour, previous tour, we chilled together so good, and uh, it's uh, and we get along with another, and we enjoyed being on stage night after night and playing this legendary and this new era, this Darius era songs and the war songs, and so. So, I mean, we have now uh, three of the original singers. So. Yeah. Whatever we come up with, uh, so now we always want to have the, the perfect voice. And yeah. that makes us um, armed to the teeth. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can pretty much play anything from any era now. Not that Andy, Andy, I always loved Andy's vocals when he did them live. I mean, he did Kiske uh, stuff awesome. But now you got the original guy back, so, you know, so, Andy hey, gets a little break, think, you know. I mean, yeah, of course, uh, a little missing break and uh, Link and whatever. So <clears throat> Kiske's opera voice, you know, and Kai's shouting, uh, shouting voice. And for me, uh, to me, um, Darius is more kind of between both, uh, the, the reincarnation of, right. of both. Of, um, yeah. he, has, he can sing kind of Kiske and he, he can easily shout as Kai does. Right. So, hey, a perfect mixture on having th three of them. Yeah, yeah. That's what what makes me really proud, and so offer whatever we go, we have the right voice. Um, right. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, and I actually got to see you guys on the Pumpkins United tour when you came to uh, New York. You played uh, Irving Classic, I believe. Yeah, that was this little club. Yes. Uh, yep. 
It's funny because, you know, I watched all the videos from you guys playing from other, you know, these big stadiums and you got the whole thing behind you with the, uh, you know, all the lighting and all that stuff. And the thing around your, your drum set and everything. When you come come here to New York, you have like nothing. But, you know, it's cool. You had the, the stuff on the background and then you had Ingo's uh, video and stuff that you played along to and stuff. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. The last time we played uh, in uh, the last time we had played before that show, we had played uh, PlayStation. Arena. Yeah, it was PlayStation. Oh. And then you played uh, Studio 58. That was even smaller. Yeah. yeah, and then this one, yeah. and that was the first time I've heard about this club. Um, okay, and at the at the flight back home, mm. I watched a, a movie. It it was about a couple of musicians, um, and all of a sudden, this club appeared in that movie. They wow. played a show in there, and I was like, uh, "Hold on, <laughs> that's a fucking same club." Oh. That's that's the same club we were in, so it was funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah they do a lot of good shows there. It's, it's uh, actually probably one of the only places left because uh, I don't know if you remember BB uh, King's back in uh, in New York City. That place is gone. I still keep the T-shirt I bought there. Oh, okay, really? That's cool. I still have it here in my in my uh, cover. I actually the first time I met you, I actually met you in New York City. You were walking down the street back when you had hair. You had long hair. Uh, and you were just walking down the street, and I, I came up to you. And you were the guy. I, I entered the world of music. Wasn't it the, this kind of uh, store, world of music, or what's called the store with uh, the lot? It's not there anymore either, but the Virgin Records. You were just coming out of Virgin Records. Yeah. So wasn't it around this area where we bumped into another back then? Um, I, don't, I don't remember. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I just remember I, I looked a little bit different too. I, I, I had a little goatee. And someone um, bumped into me. Hey, you're Danny, and I was like, Yeah, yeah, it's me. Hi, I'm so excited. Yeah. New York, and someone <laughs> knows me. So wow, <laughs> before, and so I entered the store, and there was a drive magazine with me with my picture in. So <laughs> and it was yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> USA, fucking cool to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It could have been me. I don't remember. But, uh, yeah, that was cool. It was cool to, to meet you and everything. I didn't get to meet the other guys, but, uh, you know, it was still cool to see you. Because, you know, I'm a drummer, like I, I mentioned to you before we started the show. And, uh, yeah, I do have a bone to pick with you, though. I mean, like I told you earlier, I've been playing drums for like 20, 25 years. And uh, when I started playing, I, I practiced to, like, the easy stuff. Because I, I self-taught myself how to play. So I, I listened to, like, ACDC and, like, Guns N' Roses and, you know, some Metallica stuff to, to you know, get into learn how to play drums. And then my friend gives me uh, Keepers of the Seven Keys Part 2. never heard it before. This is back in like 1991 or so. So I hear that and I immediately, I want to play this now. You know, I want to play, you know, double bass and stuff like that. So then I taught myself how to play that. And then all, you know, all through uh, the Halloween albums, I can pretty much play the drums. Keepers oh. of the Legacy Part 3. You come in. I, I'm like, I'm done. I can't, I can't do what you do. And how many <laughs> arms and legs do you have? Because it's impossible to play your stuff. I'm just not that kind of a drummer. Um, uh, <laughs> You're let, hiding them. They're hiding in your jacket and your pants. I know it. Let, yeah. In my pants. Or, <laughs> well. <laughs> the one-eyed snake still takes between my petals. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, yeah, that's my kind of drumming. So I, I consider myself um, something be, be between... Ingo, uh, the powerhouse Ingo, you know, mm. I, I'm in awe of ever since. I mean, he's a self-taught drummer too. And that's okay. what made him, made him, or for me, makes him. He's still there. Makes yeah. him so stand out in that yeah. drummer scene. He brought things up on the drummer table back then. I mean, we're talking about the 80s. Uh, mm. And all of a sudden it was like, for me, it was like he was the first progressive speed metal drummer. Right. Yeah, Even though, I, I, yeah, I yeah. And um, I, I, I get asked so many times, or I got asked so many times, what's difficult in uh, Ingo's style, for example, compared to Uli's. Um, I mean, technically, it's not that big of a deal to, to play these songs. It's not easy. Yeah. But what's in there is this massive um, energy he put into these, uh, those records, you know, mm -hmm. that made him kind of stand out. 
he's a real powerhouse. And that I realized the first time when I had to play Eagle Fly Free for the first time. And then I listened to it. We, we always um, record the rehearsals. So I thought, yeah, well played. But it's not the Eagle Fly Free version, or it's not the Eagle Fly Free I know from listening to records. Right. So I figured out as soon as you hit it as hard as he did, because the Zalftor, he just beat the hell out of the drums. <laughs> right. That's the perfect approach. And that's what the tricky part is in Halloween. And it doesn't matter how fast we go. Uh, you always have to play the bass drums and the drums as hard as possible because that's what uh, power metal is supposed to be. Right. Uh, so, um, yeah, and keep that stamina through a three-hour show. That's what the boys expect from me. Uh, that's what I expect from myself. You know, yeah. I'm a self-critic boy or drummer, so I record every show. I listen back to every show. And I'm really fuzzy and meticulous, almost kind of pedantic in upon my drum parts. Uh, mainly the the feeling I offer. I always try to transmit something, you know, convey to the people right. um, that it, it's always about energy. And that's what I've learned from, from Ingo. And Uli, of course, is a technical monster. I mean, I've known, I've known him for, for even when he was with uh, Holy Moses, the oh, former wow. band, former, 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 former band, something <laughs> yeah, like that. Uh, he's in the band there. Yeah, yeah. And so he impressed me. Back then he impressed me with his technical uh, ability. It was like and what he did in um, played in, in Halloween. Technically, it's always for me, uh, we're going to play a song from the Kush era. It's like uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's getting tricky. Um, yeah. So, but um, yeah, it's like, like that song, uh, Mission Motherland. There's a lot of stuff going on in that song with oh. the double bass, and it's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, hopefully, we're never going to play that song. Is is that like one of the songs? Like, is there any song that you said, I, I, I really, I don't think we should do this one? Is there, is there any ones like that? I mean, no, no, no. I, I'm eager to do to do everything, yeah. but the best wanted to play. So, uh, so what I always want to play is push. That's oh, what, okay. I, what I loved playing. But somehow it, the song doesn't match to to the today's Halloween live set, whatever. Mm. Because it's a real thrash metal song, even harder right. than the era so when i listened to it the first time i remember quite well i i bought the cd and then all of a sudden i could s literally see andy screaming at me <laughs> what the fuck is halloween doing now right. yeah <laughs> so i always wanted to play that song so i loved playing it so and we gave a lot of thought to it but yeah, somehow it doesn't work so really uh, so play wise so Oh, I would love to play it. So it's not that fast, but it's a real thrash metal. I, I'm a boy from more. I'm more a thrash metal guy uh, in right. the band. Uh, yeah. I'm more the onslaught Slayer and stuff like this, you know. And Exodus. Mm -hmm. Hey, watch out! The new Exodus killer. Oh, and okay, good. So, uh, I'm it's a big fan At the end of the year, so. Oh, good. And this song's so, uh, but yeah, we'll see. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that definitely. When, since you've been in the band, I mean, the drumming has been uh, just—I uh, um, I can't even describe like the word. Uh, you've just been like a monster. Like over what? Over the top. Over yes, very over the top. <laughs> I'm like, God, this guy is just—you know—he must be a spider. But yep. it's been awesome, you know. Every time, yeah, because um, I and, always and every drummer is. Like with Ingo and then Uli and then you, you've all added your own thing to it. So you you never you didn't copy what everybody did, but you 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 brought in your own thing. And and I like how how it's you know have you been in the band? You know what you added to the band too. You've added oh. a lot of a thrashier element to the band too. So. Oh, thank you, thank you very much. Appreciate this. Really, no, it's not a matter of course uh, getting compliments paid from another drummer in that scene. <laughs> uh, today, hey, I can tell you in that business. 
but yeah um hopefully hopefully a lot of people enjoy my drumming as well um, but it seems as they do uh, otherwise i wouldn't have been in the band for such a long time i mean yeah. i'm pushing uh, 17 years now <laughs> I mean, wow i'm the drummer who has been with this uh lineup the longest i mean it's amazing huh? wow yeah uh when did you start listening to halloween like what album was your start <sighs> Well, it's a theoretical, of course. Oh, I really? Oh, so you're right from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm, uh, I mean, I'm pushing to 50. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. One year, and then it's done. <laughs> ah, well, happy birthday. <laughs> one year. I, I'm born in February uh, 73, so one and a half year, and then it'll happen. Wow. And so, but yeah, Roger Fierico, I remember quite well, but that was an album they didn't quite get me then. So, but with the Keepers, they completely right. drawn me in. So yeah. that was that kind of music I always wanted to play. And somehow I always knew that the day will come that I enter the drum throne as crazy as it really? might sound. <laughs> I knew it. Make I can tell you, uh, I don't want to be too esoteric, but esoteric, so no, it's the right thing. Um, but as a child, um, almost everything I experienced as a drummer, I dreamt about it before as a kid. Mm. I dreamt, uh, do you know Doro Pesh of Warlock? Yeah, of course. Uh, and I, uh, somehow I, I, I like I like her music uh, back then as a uh, warlock and so I dreamt about one one dream was uh, uh, sitting with her uh, in the same tour bus and all of a sudden I did it with my previous band uh, we were supporting her so right. but a dream came true and with the same I had here with uh, Halloween somehow I all I have always knew or I had always knew that the day will come that I entered the Trump. It was clear as crystal to me. Mm-hmm. And when I got the call, it was like, yeah, where have you been so for long? So <laughs> I've been chomping at the bits for quite a long time. <laughs> How dear to call me that late. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> well, we both had the same dream, but I'm glad you got it over me because I would never be able to do what they're doing now. Actually, but although I do, I do my own music. This is my own band. ProjectResurrect.bandcamp.com. I'm plugging my album during your interview. Oh, yeah, yeah. That would be nice because I always checking uh, demos and, yeah. and uh, unknown band in a sense. Sorry, I don't want to offend you, man. But yeah. I always check. <laughs> no, I, that's, I, believe me, I, I know that. You know, we're obviously unsigned and, and just unknown band. It actually just got released last month. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've always – I had another album out too before, that, an older band. But uh, I gave up music for like 13 years because just, you know, you know, when you're in bands and then you, 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 when you break up, you know, and then try to do other bands with other people and just doesn't work out sometimes, you know, it kind of like, you know, it doesn't make you want to go back to it. So, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Actually, and, and even talking about that, uh, you, one of the bands you came from was uh, Rawhead Rex. Whatever happened with that band? I have no clue. But um, actually, we we started that band to con- uh, conquer the world, you know, to yeah. to become fucking rock stars. I mean, and um, somehow the boys in the band all of a sudden turned things down or weren't willing to conquer the world anymore. They just wanted to do it as a yeah a hobby, and for me, it, no, that's not my way. I don't want to do music as a hobby. I I, I always wanted to do it for for making a living, yeah? Right. Yeah. because not because of the money thing or become a rock star or whatever. I consider myself not as a rock star, but the drums, you know, the drums are so important to me to my life. I can't be without drums even one day. Yeah. I need to play fucking drums. That's my passion. I wouldn't say I can't. it's not my personality, you know. Uh, I don't need the drums to to have a personality, mm. but the drums are so important. The music and um, I'm always after interpret or play my instrument as perfect as I can because my passion deserves to be played as perfect mm. as best I can. I mean, I have a goal and. I want to be probably here, you know, <laughs> right. but I know I will never, I will never be there. 
but as lo as long as I live, I will do my really best to come as close to that goal to be the drummer I always want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I of course. I will never achieve that goal to be the drummer I always dr dream about it. Mm. I know the time will be too short, life will be too short, but I will do my fucking best to get as close as possible. And that means I need to go to the rehearsal room. I love it to go to the rehearsal room and every day. Yeah. And I just, uh, yeah, getting better and better and better and better. That's, uh, that's my passion. I need this. And the same is with music, in, uh, with Halloween music. Uh, Halloween become my baby, so to say, my band. I'm not just a um, hired gun or whatever. I mean, I mm. become, I'm a part of Halloween and I like this music ever since. And, I'm, uh, and I enjoy playing Halloween music night after night. Right. Uh, there will never be anything like tediousness or, or whatever. So every night I enjoy, even though sometimes I have to push my myself because it, um, touring around the world takes a lot. Yeah, and sometimes oh, yeah. I do not really know where to put myself because right, yeah. of being worn out and whatever. So... Often I go on stage and I think, oh, it, hurt. it just hurts so much. So, But right. now it's time. The fans are there. Spotlight on. So hey, now you turn into a different person when you're on that stage. You get that adrenaline and, and you don't feel that those aches and pains anymore. Yeah, even when I'm, I'm on stage, I'm a completely different person to what I am normally. Yeah. You know, A lot of people are shocked when they, when they, meet, when they meet me behind the stage. It's like, uh, you're so completely different to the personality we've shown right before on, on stage because on, on stage I completely go crazy, go, go nuts. Right. Uh, yeah. but, but that's, I, I can't get it to grips. <laughs> it's, it's got, yeah, the drums, thunder and yeah. lightning. What was, what was, what, what's the thing that got you into playing the drums? Was there a certain drummer or maybe your, your parents or something or? Yeah. 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 My parents are musicians too. Okay. My sister, my brother-in-law. So I, I grew up in a musical uh, surrounding, and so it was for me from the beginning on. It was yeah, it became quite naturally um, starting a career as a musician. Even though I did an apprenticeship as an instrument maker, that's what I, my parents wanted me to do to at least have a, a regular job and um, a schooled job, whatever. So I did an apprenticeship. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, and that's all. And for me, drums were, I, I can't explain, drums were around ever, even in the womb of my, womb of my mother, womb <laughs> of my mother. Yeah. She's, as I told you, uh, um, she often told me, even when she was pregnant with me, that I was stomping and bumping in her, <laughs> her belly. Yeah. So, but in the, in the groove, I, I came along with the right patterns, oh, wow. at least with a tempo, something like this. I mean, I, <laughs> a yeah. long time ago. So you uh, were born okay. to play the drums. <laughs> yeah, nah. it's it's a gift. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 really cool. I mean, I tried to play guitar at one point, and then uh, during one of my guitar lessons, this drummer came into the place to check out drums. He started playing, and I'm like, "What is that? I want to do that now." You know, and and I've been stuck ever since. You know, it's yeah. it's an awesome thing. You know, yeah. To, uh, but but to to mention something, uh, I'm one of those drummer. I'm not a musician. I consider mm. myself as a rhythmist, uh, as a drummer. I'm not one of those who uh, comes up with yeah, I'm the drummer, but I can play uh, uh, guitar too and I write songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> I can't, and I'm not willing doing it. Because right. I have no choice in playing guitar, even though sometimes I can play some riffs, but seriously, oh, forget about it. And I don't want to write a song. Even You never know if there comes something to mind, which could be whatever. Yeah. But at the moment, I, I, I've got plenty uh, things to do with uh, coming up with the right drum arrangement for the boys ideas and that keeps me on my toes i can tell you yeah, if you yeah. listen for example to robert king or down the dumps or whatever so hey man to there's so much things in and so now we go back to the thread we lost because of the overplay thing mm -hmm. um 
that's the way Halloween wants to have the drums. So we want to have it um, kind of always exaggerated, yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh, even the moment I play less, it's like no, we want to have more. We checked it out. <laughs> we checked it out so many times, even for this recording. So I said, hey. Let's go back to that feeling, to the drum groups of the keepers. Every time when we burst into the keeper songs, it's more mm. straight ahead and we have more power on stage. So mm -hmm. let's check it out for the new recording. So uh, I played a couple of uh, tracks, uh, uh, parents or whatever, and it was like, yeah, uh, those times has gone. Let's do it the old way. Exaggerate, Danny. Give all you need, give all you have, and I'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like spinning around like a spider, as you said, and yeah, yeah. that's the way of drumming I'm used to, and so yeah, that's that's your style, so and, and it works. But I noticed, like with my God, my God-given right, uh, you stripped uh, the drums down a little bit. It wasn't mm -hmm. so crazy and all over the place. Yeah, uh, and, and you also we, didn't. I, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, yeah, that was uh, deliberately. Mm. I wanted to have it more um, suitable for the song, yeah. and um, I started uh, started this thing uh, with uh, even with Straight Out of Hell. Mm -hmm. There, I stepped back a bit because uh, Seven Sinners was uh, packed, uh, not yeah. as packed as this album, right. uh, the current Halloween album. But that was the way I thought. Let's go back a bit and kick back a bit while playing drums. <laughs> Relax. Right. I'm relaxed, but, but now I'm back on track, and yeah, <laughs> that's the way we, we want to have it. So, yeah. now on my God Given Right, uh, I remember I think you saying that you did not use a click track, right? I started this with uh, Seven Sinners, Seven okay. Sinners was the first record. I was just around, and so uh, we wanted to play bass and drums, but Marcus didn't know the song, and I said, So, okay. <laughs> Let's start again, but on my own. So I, I just played the songs out of my mind. Um, right. That's what I what I did with um, Seven Sinners and Straight Out of Hell, God Given Right, and so I just prepared the drum parts back home in my in my little drum demo studio, what I've called it. And so as soon as the songwriter and our longtime producer Charlie um, said, "Yeah, it's okay," so I've learned. I learned the tracks just down pat, you know, symbol yeah. for symbol, drum fill for drum fill. So when I started the recordings and I played, yeah, recorded the stuff as I played on the demos and on my own, I was just singing. Charlie clicked <laughs> me in for a couple of bars, cling, long, 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 and then he turned off the click and just wow. let it go, let me go. And so that's the way uh, Seven Sinners and the past, uh, previous three albums um, were recorded. So. I really enjoyed it. So mm. it, it brought back a bit this kind of life. Yeah. More freedom life. too, right? Yeah. And and um I can more that feel that you could that you finally can see a human being mm -hmm. behind the instrument. Because of today's recording, sometimes it's like, yeah, great song. Um about the mix you can yeah, always talk about it. But somehow it's like to me I can't see the, the musician anymore behind the instruments. You know what I'm talking right. about? Yeah, yeah. It's like, so, yeah, but due to, re, um, yeah, record without a click, it makes, it brings in even more human nature. And that's what actually should be in the music part, what you call in the music. Yeah. Right, yeah. Yeah, I think everybody nowadays, uh, there's a lot of bands where you almost can't tell them apart in a way because a lot of drummers either play the same way or the plugins and things that they use too. It's hard to differentiate people. And like you say, with that click, you feel like it's a robot playing. You know, you don't get that human uh, feel. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. But this time on this record, um, we recorded with the click. We you checked went back out. to the click. <laughs> Yeah, but there's a story behind. So uh, we weren't quite um, convinced about what way we should go. So, for example, the first uh, song I recorded was Indestructible. Okay. And so um, in all, overall, 
we took we we spent a lot of time for every single song to get the right feeling recorded. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, indestructible. I played the first uh, track I played. Um, it was like really soft, yeah, with the click track, but soft. Yeah. So more round. Yeah, it 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 would sound a bit more round, you know. Mm. So and then I played the same way without a click, mm. and then I played really hard. I'm used to with a click, and then I played really hard as I'm used to, but without a click. So we had four versions, right. and then we stick together and listen to the four versions. And so that was the way we decided for every song, or we, we could get a feeling for every song. So I, I played a couple of, of minutes, different feelings. Ah, okay, that's, that's feeling. Okay, now we're going for the hard version, you know. But we brought back a kind of, uh, for, a certain, for a couple of songs, uh, the click track, of course, so because we, we did a, a jam session. That was the first time that I've been in Halloween that we, um, that we did a jam session. So, oh, wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. We secluded ourselves into a studio in Hamburg for, I guess, six, seven, eight weeks. Wow. So and so we jammed around with the existing demos, with the already existing uh, songs, and so we just jammed around and swapped ideas, exchanged things, we recorded. So now and we so we recorded the entire entire recording a uh, jam process. So uh, at the end of the this kind of jam session, whatever. Mm-hmm. So. I directly started uh, recalling the drums, so there was no time left to 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 prepare myself as I'm used to do. Yeah. But yeah, it went well, so I really enjoyed that way. Um, yeah, I did it a couple of times, and so it wasn't quite new to me. But it's it has positive aspects and negative, so whatever. But for yeah. that recording, I think we found the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever works. Uh, now you mentioned you're working on some uh, previous songs. How many? Because I know on my God Given Right there was like a 33 songs written for the album. So there was a lot of songs left over. Were uh, and I think Ro- Robot King was left over from that, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, was there any so more this, that was kind of put onto the new album too from the last album? Like any of the leftover songs? No, uh, no, no. Just, uh, just Glory actually. Okay. Glory is Glory is one of those songs. I mean, the first time the f- I recorded Glory was during the uh, Gambling with the Devil oh, recordings. Wow. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, so Wiki came up with Glory, whatever. And that was the first time. <laughs> and then we checked, we, we, we tried it again with, I don't know, wherever, whenever, I don't know. But I recorded it three times. Wow. And I said to Wiki this time, hey, that's the third time. <laughs> I will do it. I'm going to do it. But then, never ever again. <laughs> <laughs> third time's the charm. And this time it turns out to be the right song. I mean, he, he rearranged and put in more things. He refined it, brought, brought it onto a completely different level. And yeah. so it's the perfect opener song for that song, um, for that record. Yeah, yeah it definitely has like a, almost like a uh, Eagle Fly Free type feel to it. Even some yeah. Worlds of Jericho type sound to it too. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, uh, Wiki, especially Wiki, came up with uh, with this kind of. Um, you can feel he he brought this kind of Worlds of Jericho feel mm. onto this record with his yeah. songs. Yeah. So that's crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it is interesting to see how uh, you kept the modern Halloween sound in there, but you also did go back and bring in some of the older stuff. Nothing from Ch- uh, Chameleon or Pink Bubbles Go Ape, though, which I'm very upset about. <laughs> uh, I can play. Tr- uh, hey, I can play trumpet. I could have played you down could've. a trumpet solo. Then we would be kind of uh, chameleonish or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> what do you think about those albums, of Chameleon and Pink Bubbles Go Ape? Hey. They're my favorite. One of my favorites, so. I, I mean, uh, both of them are great albums in a sense. Yeah. Yeah? Uh, maybe, I mean, it's it's up to the Halloween fans. But to yeah. me, 
those records are great, great, great records, mm. but not really Halloween records. Right. But right. Um, every band in, in, in its career has a certain era where they just trying out things. Right. Every band, Testament, whatever, you name it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Aerosmith, or, yeah, tons. So, um, I mean, back then they were quite young. Uh, mm. Do never forget this. They were at the stage of, of, of yeah, worn out after the keepers. What, shall, uh, what should have they done? Uh, right. And, uh, I think it was the right way to do those records. Yeah, yeah, I think so too, because it brought them back to what they are, you know, what you guys are today. So it, you know, it kind of they, you were they were leading into that anyway. So it was I loved it because when I started getting into Halloween, I was kind of new with them, and when when that Pink Bowls came out, I was that was like the first album that was brand new to me. So that was it was awesome to see that, you know. But I mean, they are they are quite important in yeah, Halloween. I think so too. Yeah. Do you think you ever add some of those songs to the set list? Uh, what's uh, what's the name? Dude, the... Definitely, you gotta get giants in there. Yeah, that's what I named giants. And the other one, oh, I'm not so into that song types. They released a single back then, and it's more a rock oriented song. And I have to say, why not? Yeah. In 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 interpret with uh, seven of us now are they uh, today? Mm-hmm. I mean. It would be quite interesting how those songs would sound now. Right. After so, all these years, haven't played, uh, but with different people now. You know, right. I mean, me on the drums, Sasha on the guitar, having th- uh, three of those monster singers. So why not? Yeah. Good idea. I should bring it onto the right. table. I really think you should. <laughs> A lot of people are missing some of those, especially Giants. I would just love to hear that song live. Um, we're slowly running out of time, I see. So, oh, but right. I, I'll, I'll end this pretty quick. Uh, so, for the 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 new album, um, what what's your favorite song off the new album? Down the Dumps. Really? Yeah, I like this. I like this song somehow. Um, it, this this song has this kind of Walls of Jericho thrash metal attitude. Down, down, I like this this groove and this feel, and it's so, it's such a diverse song. You know, we Vicky put in so much, so many different parts, and so it's for me a kind of a mini keeper song from mm. who, which could easily found its way onto the Walls of Jericho record. So, okay. but yeah. now we have it on our new Halloween uh, thing, uh, uh, album. And yeah, that's one of the one of my favorites from this album. Yeah, is there one that was kind of hard to um, make drums up to? Uh, uh, yes, cyanide. The cyanide. Oh, really? that, okay. That took a lot. That took a lot. That really uh, challenged me because um, of this up and down uh, tempo wise. You know, you have this half time double bass drum thing going to and all of a sudden you have to burst into the kind of fast. Uh, triple, um, triple feel, uh, double bass drum, drumming, and uh, to keep that volume. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so this one might not be played live. <laughs> I'm gonna assume, maybe not. Uh, I, I think we should. I, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, but live, yeah, it's a yeah. bit different. But yeah. in studio, you know, to keep in the studio, it's like being always under pressure and and. Um, yeah. So you easily could be, yeah. It's quite hard in to in, to play to record uh, right. those songs in in a studio situation than playing live. Live is a completely different, uh, yeah, thing. And so you can trick a bit, and no one cares. Re- no one really cares about if you lose a bit volume between the patterns, you know. But in right. the studio, you will hear it right away. So. Yeah. Life, it's always a bit easier. So, right now, you had uh, I believe two producers. You had Charlie, who you've been working with forever, and then you brought Dennis Ward in. And Dennis Ward has a little history with uh, Andy Dearis. Yeah. Was there anything? Any was Andy like uh, kind of like pushing back that a little bit, or no, 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 no. I mean, 
I mean, they they had tackled their problems before we years entered ago. the studio years ago. I, uh, right at the time, I guess, um, 15 years ago, or yeah. even when I joined Halloween, yeah. those things were already fixed, you know, and tackled. So they get along with another quite well. And um, he was a kind of the director for the gem session, Dennis. And okay. he's a monster in... in, yeah. in throwing out um, melodies and rhythms and, and arrangement ideas. And he's a co-producer too, so he recorded most of the uh, basses and um, guitar recordings of, of Kai, of course. So right, he was yeah. responsible for the bass recordings. He recorded um, Marcus and Kai, so to say. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He is a really uh, renowned uh, producer on on the market, on the metal yeah, market. I, I, I almost half of my collection behind me has something to do with Dennis Ward. It's either Halloween or Dennis Ward related. So yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's awesome. So I was actually happy to see that he was involved. Yeah, he's a nice guy. I mean, I've known him for twenty years already before I joined Halloween, and he was always. He is a really kind guy, really smooth and. I like being surrounded um, by him. By him. So. Yeah. Um, now, do you think maybe for the next album he would it would be kind of like the same little arrangement or? Why not? Possibly? Why not? Yeah. Why change anything? Yeah. yeah. yeah you got a winning team now, so. Yeah. And what? Yep. And what was Check the story? How come the album got mixed in New York? Why was it sent to New York to get mixed? How come it just wasn't all mixed? Because, in one? because Roland uh, Brent. Mm -hmm. He settled in New York. He has its uh, his studio back there. Uh, um, back. He has its studio there in New York, mm. and so yeah, that's 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 the way he <laughs> got it mixed in New York because yeah. Rand is there with his studio, and it was quite interesting. So we could uh, take part of the mixing process via internet. So that right. was crazy. So. Yeah. Got a link, and um, whenever you were fancy listening to what the boy is doing, so you could link in, and all of a sudden you found yourself in the in the middle of a mixing process. Uh, but sometimes it was like qu quite boring listening to a snare drum for ten minutes. Okay. Now, did you buy Ingo's drum set? I heard an interview the other day saying you might have bought them, but they weren't sure. I got I, I got it lent by uh, um, um, by Mike Strotman. His nickname is Strotty. Even okay. easier to me. <laughs> after, after the last show, we we played in Hamburg for the previous tour, so we hosted a kind of an after show party, yeah. and um, Mike came up and told me something about the drum kit. I didn't. Took that much notice. Uh, I didn't take that much notice about it because after a show, uh, right, right, yeah. right you've yeah. got the drum kit. Yeah, yeah. okay, bye, bye. Yeah. But after, but after a couple of weeks um, at home, all of a sudden the penny dropped, and I thought, I mean, hey, I'm I'm a child of the the eighties, uh, so I grew up with this kind of drum drum sound. It's a Sonor signature drum kit, which was the benchmark back then. You know? right. yeah. And um, I always wanted to play uh, such a drum kit, uh, mm -hmm. and I thought, hey, why not bringing the original drum sound back onto that record? Mm. Uh, and even the vintage sound from this, I mean, this, this drum sound is the face, for me, the face of the metal music of the nine, beginning 90s, but mainly the 80s. Right. So and I, I love playing uh, thick shells. So mm -hmm. I have thick shells too with my pearls. Yeah. And so I was, I'm used to playing those thick shells, so that's what I wanted to say. And so we checked out that drum kit, and pfft, it just sounded amazing. It sounds amazing, still yeah. does. Yeah. And it suits the songs. I really love listening to that kind of drum sound. It's, yeah. Yeah. yeah but, no, it's... But, I've got, but I've got a similar drum kit, a sonophonic, which really similar to the signatures, just the layers of Bubinga or Mahagoni uh, wood is okay. mixed 
So that's the only difference. But for sound-wise on all sets, sound-wise, they are completely different and it's almost the, uh, the same uh, shells, mm -hmm. uh, except the outer layer uh, of the signatures is made uh, from mahogany or bubinga, whatever you want to call okay, it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. So, uh, I like this drum kit, so whenever I need it, I get it. And so, huh? yeah. Oh wow! So he just give it up to you again. That's awesome. You know, you never expect a fan to come up with you and say, "I got Ingo's drum set." You know, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. it was uh, <laughs> coincidentally, and it, all of a sudden, I thought it 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 must be. It really must be having Ingo on the record somehow yeah. Yeah. to go back more to this esoteric thing. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome, and uh, yeah, it's it's glad to, that you have them on there. So that's great. And uh, the, the new album's awesome. I don't have it yet. I, it's on order. I ordered every single version. There's so many different uh, vinyls and everything, but I just got this little uh, thing. It came with the uh, actually, uh, where is it? Rock Hard Magazine put out a, a magazine, uh, okay. and, and they gave me like a free CD. So uh, I, I, I had to get it. Can't read it because it's in German. So, but still okay. cool anyway. Doesn't matter. But I've been listening to the the streaming version. But the the, the album's awesome. It sounds pretty good. And I'm happy that Kiski is back together with you guys and, and, and Kai's with you. And, uh, yeah, so I, I just can't wait till the next album. You yeah. know? So do and, I. <laughs> and, <laughs> and mainly finally get back on stage. Yeah. When, when is that, actually? Is that next year? Yeah, we, we postponed the tour now for the third time. So yeah, I saw that. Now it's planned to go on tour at the beginning of next year together with Hammerfall, which will be is going to be a... a Will be, you never know, times are unpredictable. Yeah, <laughs> will yeah, be yeah. a massive package. And so, I mean, we've, we've known another for such a long time. We become friends. And so now having Hammerfall, um, as the beginning band, it's not a super band. It's a double, double power metal package, whatever you right. want to call it. And I think for the fans, it's going to be an amazing, enjoyable night. Yeah, I think so too. I think everybody's going to be happy. <laughs> so now right, I'm finally, the next yeah. one is calling already. So. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you very much. I really appreciate it uh, for doing this interview, and uh, good luck with everything. And uh, hopefully, maybe next time, next album, I'll get to talk to you again. Yeah. Uh, maybe we can bump into another in or catch up with another in uh, New York the next. Yes, time. I I will definitely be there because I've been to every Halloween show that has came through here so far. Yeah. Just oh. sent my text message uh, via uh, Skype. Whatever. All right. Yeah, cool. I'll, check, I'll check it on daily uh, basis. So, um, why not? All right, very cool. Actually, I'll send you my band's uh, my uh, my band's album. I'll let you just know. send me a text message uh, on on Skype, yeah. and I'm in. So, we'll do. I really would appreciate. So, thank you for that wonderful, uh, refreshing interview because <laughs> being interviews the entire day. So, I couldn't. That was a kind of uh, something really fresh with the drama. Talk with the drama, I love it. Yeah, actually, uh, I, my, one of my other co-hosts, he's actually interviewing Sasha tomorrow, and he's a guitar player. So I said, that's great because you can talk guitar talk with him, and I get to talk drum talk with Danny. So perfect. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> perfect. Okay. Hey, right. Red salad. Have a good one. All right. <laughs> Thank you very much again. I will talk to you later. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye, -bye. com. What? <laughs>